0: Hello and welcome to the Anchored. This is the place where we discuss and dive deep into health, wealth, and relationship centered on Christ.
1: We're not therapists. We're not your financial advisors, but we believe that we can live life well as couples anchored in Christ. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to another episode with. We- Us, it is your host, Latifat and Sheila. Welcome. I'm so glad you guys are here. We have a fantastic episode for you guys today. But before we start, we just kind of wanted to just check in and just see how you guys are doing, right? How are you doing? I think sometimes when life gets busy, we forget to even check in with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I hope that as you're hearing our voice, you can just sort of pause for a second and just check into your own body Mm -hmm. and answer the question of how am I doing? Like, Mm -hmm. are you breathing? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you eating? Are you sleeping? Are you playing? Are you finding joy? Are you being intentional and taking care of yourself? Because if there's anything that we know, you cannot pour out of an empty vessel. Mm -hmm. So taking care of yourself is important for you. And it's also important to the core of what we're talking about, which is your relationship, your marriage.
0: All right. Yeah. And welcome. Welcome again to The Anchored, where we are anchored in Christ. We are are literally silencing in every other uh, knowledge um, and trying to go back to the source of what a relationship should look like, a healthy, wealthy, you know, conversational relationship should look like. So welcome. Ooh, that's so, what do we have today?
1: I like what you said because it truly is what we're doing. We're silencing mm-hmm. every other voice. And so, that is going to be really, really pertinent to the episode that we're talking about today, which is we're going to be
0: talking about expectations. Expectations. Oh, boy, this is <laughs> going to be testy.
1: It's going to be testy. Yes. Expectations. Wow. So, what 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 do we mean by expectation? Let's talk a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, expectations um, are, are, can be things you you have already thought of um, that you are supposed to do, or how to act or react to certain situations or circumstances. And these things are picked up um, along the way as you grow up. Some are intentionally instilled in you by parents, by society, by culture. Uh, and the expectations of yourself and of your spouse.
1: You know, I think we should have a disclaimer with some of this episode. And the disclaimer is that there are some topics that we're going to talk about that's going to feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. And even as the co-host of those podcasts, there's, you know, the goal is for this to be a blessing to others. But we also know that it's going to be a blessing to us as well. And. There's always a saying that discomfort is a currency to change, right? And this is not discomfort in a way that's dangerous. I believe that everybody here has wisdom to know when things are truly dangerous. Wisdom and by the Holy Spirit, right? But we're talking about discomfort in a sense of like that could signify change. Mm -hmm. That could signify different. That could signify, oh, this is not what I'm used to. So if we're having an episode that we're calling... You know, talking about expectations, I expect (laughs) that there is a very good chance that this is going to feel uncomfortable for you. Right. But one of the key things, though, as as people that are trying to improve the foundation of the family, trying to improve marriages and relationships. I think it's important to know that not every discomfort is bad. Mm -hmm. And in fact, we say things like discomfort is a currency to change. So unless your relationship is perfect and you're like, you know what, y'all, I got this. If that's not the case, if you're like my relationship has room to grow, then I wonder if Maybe the reason why things haven't evolved past where they are right now is because you haven't given yourself the gift of discomfort. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you to trust us a little bit. I'm going to ask that you hold on tight to your seatbelt because there's going to be some discomfort, especially when we start to have conversation about things that are important and major like expectation because mm-hmm. they really can challenge what you've been taught, mm-hmm. what you've been learning, what you thought things should mm-hmm. look like. And some of those are not bad, right? Like we talked about, it could be how you were raised. It could be what you've been taught even in the church, mm-hmm. you know, and making sure that you're not letting a sense of discomfort mean that you should run away
0: from the conversation we're having today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just to ease you guys into it, expectation, like Latifa said, is not bad. Uh, it's it's expectation without a healthy conversation, right? So I'm, I expect some things of Latifah. And I did not communicate or talk about it with her. I just expect her to do it. And when she doesn't do it, boom, there's a problem and vice versa. So expectation, whatever expectation you have, just FYI, they are not bad. They become bad or become a problem when you do not communicate. So the first thing is expectations of a man. Ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, and boy, and oh Expectations boy. of a woman. So expectations of a man. A man... Well, let me speak for myself. When I come into this relationship, there were some expectations I had of myself that I must be the breadwinner. Like I must work. Nine five, I have to go out. My dad, mom said, dude, you are the breadwinner. And that was one big expectation of myself. The second big expectation was I am the major uh, income Producing or income, bringing in whatever word you want to use into this relationship, and from the get-go, it, it looked it started that way because Latifat was in residency, and then when she was done with fellowship and all that, she she obviously surpassed me, right? And that caused a problem, or better word, it caused a conflict within myself that I had to resolve and say, okay, I was the the, the main breadwinner. And then Latifah, you know, did her, her residency fellowship and now she's making more money than I. How do I reconcile that? How does that threaten my manhood? So those were the expectations I brought in into this relationship.
1: I think they're also cultural expectations. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I don't think we've talked about in other episodes is kind of the work that we have done in not just our own lives, but with other couples, not mm-hmm. as their coach or anything official, But over the last, I don't know, six, seven years, Mm -hmm. we've had the pleasure and honor of guiding or walking alongside other couples that have come into our lives Mm -hmm. and sort of like how to reconcile cultural differences and expectations, right? So Sheila and I are originally from Nigeria. We are from different parts of Nigeria, but our parents are from different parts of Nigeria, right? So even though we're from the same country, Uh, originally there were differences in expectations so now imagine if someone was maybe you know whether you're from the United States originally or you're from a different country but anytime there is a difference in upbringing difference in culture difference in religion there is definitely expectation that there should be difference in expectations and unfortunately that's not something that is discussed a lot I would say among couples and we've seen it cause lots of stress Mm -hmm. among people that we've had the pleasure of working along with and part of what we've done is almost like be co-facilitators of those conversations and improving the openness the curiosity without judgment that I believe is been a huge has benefited some of the people that we've Mm -hmm. had the pleasure of working along along with we've over the last couple of years, we hosted like a retreat. Well, it wasn't a retreat. It was more of a, initially, what we would like like a summer conversation, yeah. would have couples together and would facilitate discussions that enrich. And then last year was when we we hosted a a retreat, uh, co-hosted or multi-hosted, I would say, because everybody really stepped in. And I do think that this is a really, really important conversation that couples need to talk about the expectations that we have. And it's not just finances. It's things as simple as, we should be the ones getting the kids ready in the morning and dropping the kids off. Who cooks right? the food. Who cooks the food? Who empties the trash? The wife should
0: cook the food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, funny story, actually. That may sound funny, but when we first got married, Sheila yeah. was not a very good cook. In fact... He and his brother used to live together. Uh, That was so funny, right? That was so bad. But I knew that my life was going to be busy as a physician. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I talked to him about before we even officially started dating was that I could not marry somebody that could not cook. Mm -hmm. So, And the reason why is as a physician, the expectation that I knew... My job was going to have was, you know, being on call and all mm-hmm. those other things. And I'm like, I don't want to go to work and think my family is going to survive on ramen. So that was something that we talked about early. So that was an expectation that I had for a future spouse. And, you know, what, was that going to be like a deal breaker? I mean, if we could not, we probably would have figured something out because you still were not a good cook oh, when yes. we got married. Of yes, course, you've gotten a bad. whole lot better. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, now it's like whipping up, om- you know, doing like amazing stuff. and. <laughs> 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 <into his> <laughs> uh, well you know the funny thing is well what, what was it that you made you made something one day, and I was like okay okay this is maybe like a confession moment There was a day that I think it was on a weekend my si- my sister was around and I forget I think you made eggs or something uh, omelet. omelet yeah and I was like I tasted I was like asked my sister I'm like did you Quick because it was so good but right also though it's a good reminder that there's literally nothing we cannot get better at with practice so i still am the primary cook i love to cook Uh, it's not an expectation that is on me in my household because it's
0: something that i clarify from the get-go so what other expectations did you come in with into marriage into our marriage
1: You know, I think what was helpful for me was the fact that, again, I wasn't, it wasn't like there were so many marriages that I was modeling after. So I knew that having expectations in the traditional sense of the word wasn't really helpful to begin with. Mm -hmm. So I came in knowing that we had to figure out our own path and we had to figure out our own way. Okay. Um, but there were still some expectations. I expected mm-hmm. that it would not it would not matter to my husband who earned more money versus not. That was an expectation in a in a not in a like expectation of, but expectation that it would not be an issue, right? Okay. Um, I expected that we're gonna partner together with raising our kids. I expected that we were going to take vacations. Yes, please, <laughs> right? I expected that there was going to be mutual respect. That was important because I I know that the absence of mutual respect is literally a one-way trip to a hunt, happy and unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. So there were those expectations. The other thing as well is for me, I'm from a family where I'm really close to my family. And I know you're also close to your family, but my expectation was that it's impossible for my relationship to work if my future husband at that point, was not going to be someone that liked having family around. That was mm-hmm. not going to work, right? I was, I had responsibilities from an extended um, perspective. So those were some some expectations that mm-hmm. came to mind. And I know we we talked about some of them. It's a, it's impossible to talk about all because it's going to keep evolving as you're going through seasons, different seasons in your relationship. So which goes back to why communication. Mm-hmm. Is important, right? right? Because the expectations will change. People oh will forget, mm-hmm. and new mm-hmm. things like we didn't have kids, so we knew what what was going to come up. Yes,
0: yes, and 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 I think that was where the the reconciliation had to um, take place. Uh, for me uh, personally, being the main breadwinner, and then after Latifah was done to 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 make sure that my manhood was not threatened. Mm. Um, because I at the time I didn't know that it was an issue for me until it actually happened. For me, before I was you know, the breadwinner and all was good and dandy. And I think that's where um I had to resolve that by myself or even within myself and not um you know look at Latifah in a way or even try to have her pull back, right? Uh but to see this as a, a joint venture, right? This is you know, two heads coming together in agreement, becoming one, right? And with one vision, one goal. And that, I think that was not easy. Uh, I won't lie to you. It was something that I had to walk through over time. Uh, and, and I did not communicate all of that to Latifa because I knew number one, it was unfair for me to communicate that to her, for her to resolve. <laughs> I knew number one, it's not a problem, but, It is a problem for me. It's a conflict within. And I knew that by the Holy Spirit, I could resolve, but it did not happen overnight. And I think that was one thing. One takeaway for you guys is expectations sometimes don't just, you don't wish them away. You literally have to address them. And it may take, you know, reading God's word, praying over it, you know, talking to people. And in a podcast like this to see that, okay, it is normal to have expectations um, but when you do not communicate, like Latifah said, then it becomes a problem. Um, but also there are some expectations that you do not necessarily have to communicate. I think, uh, like I just said, with the breadwinner issue, you have to resolve by yourself. I, hopefully, if you can, by the reading of God's word and by and seeing that you are one and the same. But if you cannot, then yes, you need to communicate it. And
1: and I think the communication doesn't always have to be with the other person only, mm-hmm. right because again, the whole idea of like masculinity or femininity is not something that either one of us can necessarily help each other with, mm-hmm. right We can be good listeners, we can hold space for each other in that regard. However, I think the key is being honest with yourself and asking if this is something you truly are working on. Mm-hmm. And resolving versus something that you are avoiding working on, right? Because if you're working on it yourself and you just need to defrost and let process it by yourself, then there's room for that. However, there are times when, you know, it's important to have other people pour into you that you Mm -hmm, trust. So looking for people that are going through a similar or have gone through a similar accountability learning from people that you want to model. Again, nobody's perfect, but asking those people, how have you dealt with this? And I know that there's been times when I've led into, led into my own community of women or women physicians and gone, okay, so what what do you do? How do you resolve this? At the end of the day, it's still my decision because at the end of the day, it's still my marriage. It's still my relationship, right? There's never going to be any other couple that's going to be exactly the same. So we get to use all that wisdom from outside and use that as part of our own recipe by the guidance of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. to help us decide what the best step is for us because there's no one size fits all.
0: So I'll put you on the spot. What, if if any, was the expectation you struggled with the most in our marriage? I think um, it's... I don't know what the number
1: one is, but the one that comes to mind is also as a human being that is being, you know, cultured in this world there is a lot of expectations or cultural set roles Mm -hmm. that may not be of value in today's relationships, Mm -hmm. right? So for example, the expectation was that the woman would do the cooking. Mm -hmm. The expectation was that the woman would do the cleaning. The woman would be the one to like be primarily responsible, primarily responsible for the kids, right? However, that's not something that was going to work in our own lives based on how our schedules Mm -hmm. and how are the things we're choosing to do in this time of our lives was working out. So part of the hardest part for me was resolving that conflict between what my life looked like Mm -hmm. versus the voices in my own head, the subconscious voices that have been planned in there for generations, really, about what should and should not be done. So it's that conflict. And part of that was we could talk about that. But there's also role for external wisdom of people that I trust. So Mm -hmm. having those conversations with other women that are also, you know, kind of like being physicians, being busy, maybe they have businesses as well and learning from them. That was that's been of value.
0: Yeah, I think the second one that I struggled with the most is what you already hinted at, which is cooking. Uh, I did struggle with that. Um, It's amazing. It was an expectation I did not know I had until there was a problem, <laughs> so real quickly, Latifa, you know, she does her nine to five. Sometimes she comes home. Nine some... to
1: five as the physician, I wait exactly,
0: <laughs> and then she's on call and all that. And I still had the expectation in me that okay, she would come home and cook or cook for the kids. And then when she started her money coaching business, when she started Money Fit MD, and she had to uh, devote a little bit more time to that as well, I started picking up cooking, and I. I struggled with that because I it was actually shocking because it came out at me as, oh, wow, where is Latifa? She should be the one cooking right now. (laughs) I should not be the one doing this. And and that's when I realized that this is a problem. This is an expectation I had. And I had to resolve that. Number one, I thought I am not a good cook until I found out that it's a lie. I, my thought was Latifah should cook.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Latifah was like, yeah, I'm going to make And I
0: changed it to, I am not a good cook. But, and, and later over time, I realized that no, there's, you can learn how to cook. You can literally Google something up and follow a recipe. And it, it, again, this was a struggle for me because it was an expectation. I did not know I had until it became a problem. And so, yeah, it took some time and it took a lot of Googling. But now I I think I'm at a point where I can put things together. Like, oh, Latifah, oh, you're doing something. Don't don't worry about it. I can, I'll figure stuff out. And I think one thing that Latifah said to me that really got to me at some point was I I, I get tired thinking of what are we going to eat? She said that a couple of times and I started realizing this is bothering her. This is when she's coming home from work, she's like, oh my goodness, what are we going to eat? And really bad of me. It took me a long time to catch up and say, okay, maybe I can help start anticipating this thought. Maybe I can say, you know, what are we going to eat or what are the kids going to eat tonight at least? Get the kids already settled and then we can figure stuff together. So again, that's another expectation that I struggled with.
1: That was really interesting because, you know, it's, it wasn't even about the food. Mm -hmm. It was the fact of the proactive planning, Mm -hmm. right? And, you know, we've done like meal prep. I Mm -hmm. know y'all got what we're talking about. We've done all this other stuff, right? But there are times when life just gets busy and we don't get to do those, you know, sort of like proactive planning. But the funny thing is sometimes I would, like when I'm coming back from work, I would call, you Mm -hmm. know, Sheila has an IT uh, company, IT consulting company. And so I would call, and it would go, oh, we'll figure it out when we get home. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> By the time I get home and we're figuring it out, it is too late, right? We're just going to grab convenience. And that's something that I didn't want. I didn't want convenience. You know, I think our what we eat is important. Yeah. And, of course, we can order out. There are ways you can delegate cooking and make things easier for yourself. But there's also some parts of it that I just actually do enjoy cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do yeah. enjoy cooking, actually. Mm-hmm. So, but no, those are, I think those are really, really good and important points. Mm -hmm. And the whole point of this is asking yourself, Mm -hmm. what are some expectations Mm -hmm. that you have of
0: yourself that have come in, that have come out that have been maybe caused a problem in in the relationship? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And a lot of times we don't talk about Mm the stuff, right? We just keep quiet and let it download in the back, like, a virus and a Mm -hmm. computer, right? And then something small happens and we... Sort of like just you know the flood gets of heaven yeah. falls right. So the key is how can we be proactive about being more introspective about this expectations that again I'm saying expectations you have on yourself because the expectations we have on ourselves sometimes are more burdensome mm-hmm. and the expectation expectations that others may even have on us and Correct. we may not be aware maybe subconscious Correct. because you didn't even know to question it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but. This is life that you are creating, right? Mm-hmm. You are, you guys are creating your own recipe of what is going to make sense in your own life. And that may mean someone working full-time or part-time or someone being a stay home, but literally it doesn't matter what anybody has to say about it. it doesn't matter what your, your parents and other ones in this relationship right now. I mean, yes, we appreciate godly wisdom. We appreciate experience, but you are creating your own recipe. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, unmet expectations, not well-communicated expectations, and unidentified mal-expectations
0: are part of the reasons why relationships struggle today. Mm-hmm. That's it, guys. And, and so the takeaways, expectation is not bad. It's when it's not communicated, number one. Number two, there's some expectations that you can address by yourself. But if you cannot, if it's something that you're still struggling with, then you need accountability, you need help, you need to you need to communicate that. Number three, there are some expectations you have probably picked up along the way. Culture, social media, internet, family, friends, you know, society has imposed some some expectations of yourself and of your wife. And those things need to be addressed. And Apostle Peter was saying, guard the loins of your mind, right? <laughs> the divider of Proverbs says, you know, keep your hearts with all diligence out of it are the issues of life. So, you, if when those things start to come up, then you know, okay, I need to address this. And our goal is after all these takeaways, we'll dive deeper into what does it mean to be a husband and a, and, and a wife. And the first one is submission which doom, is a doom, big doom. word doom, doom, doom and Ephesians chapter five tells us submit to one another. What does that mean? Especially with the expectations we have.
1: So good. So good. Thanks for summarizing all those great, great points. And it's really, really important kind of going back to God in your heart. It's important to make sure you you're conscious about who you're letting point to your relationship, right? Don't ask advice from someone whose relationship you don't want to model yours after you know, because that's really, really important. What is not working for them, <laughs> you don't want them pouring that into your mm-hmm. relationship. So mm-hmm. there's no relationship that's going to be perfect, but I think there's wisdom in being sensitive to who you let them pour into your relationship, regardless of how old they are, how young they are, how long mm-hmm. you think they've been in the church or not in the church. There's a lot of misinterpretation out there. And so at the end of the day, you have to learn for yourself. And, you know, we truly believe that. The Bible has lots of wisdom in it. God can help you. God will help you with interpretation of the word. Mm-hmm. You have to spend time. You have to be mm-hmm. diligent. You have to do your own part, right? You have to learn. But I honestly believe that the Bible is a book that we underutilize. And if we use it and let the Holy Spirit guide us, you will be amazed But about how beautiful and amazing and imperfectly fabulous
0: your marriage can be. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. We hope you had a blast.